0: The NBA gambling podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by Winbet. Get started today and you will get a risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at Wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of ED. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month's treatment at GitRoman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell prop bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all our picks, podcasts, and it's the exclusive place to enter all of our contests, including a $1,000 NBA finals free rolls just enter sgpn in the app store and or google play store and welcome to a very special episode of the nba gambling podcast slash sports gambling podcast crossover episode i am today's host ryan rich fat baby mckee and i've got a special guest he's used to being the host and now he's a guest sean stack of the money green how's it going sean it's going great feels good to be in the uh, guest chair less uh less uh driving
1: of the show i have to do kramer's off the grid so figure uh you know perfect time to hop on the nba gambling podcast running on the sports gambling podcast We got Suns, we got Sixers. It just uh, felt like the stars were aligning for us to do a crossover
0: pod. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Both of our teams looking good in the NBA playoffs, which is uh, not often that you and I can say that about any sport really, but especially the NBA in the recent decades. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, it's, it was, it's been a super long drought, obviously game one with the Sixers, everyone got a little nervous, nice bounce back game Two a shake Milton siding, a, a shake quake, as I like to call it real, really helped carry the team. But even even a was looking good. Game one, game two, knock on wood uh, for his, uh, for his knee. And, and I, I think they get one of these two games in Atlanta. I'm sure we'll get into it more, but uh, yeah, I, I hope they come back at least two, two, possibly three, one. And then, uh, you know, I, I still like their chances overall in the
0: series against the Hawks. Absolutely. First, we're going to recap last night's game, the Nets-Bucks-Clippers-Utah games. Then Sean and I are going to give you our picks for Friday night, which, of course, includes both of our teams are playing tonight, so that is good. Uh, we we'll also bring in the prop brothers, Jong uh, Lee and Terrell Furman Jr., to Discuss uh, which prop picks you should have tonight. Uh, we'll also give the Fridays parlays as normal, but we're adding in the lock dog tease segment for SGP. Uh, I almost said SGPN, SGP because it's just Sports gaming Podcast. You guys do the lock dog tease, and uh, yeah, we'll do, maybe we do a little others, a couple of things if we have time. But those are the big ones. So let's kick it off. Nets, 83 bucks, 86. This is the lowest scoring game I can remember watching. It feels like a uh, Irish co-ed YMCA game or something like that. The, the under hit by over 65 points. When's the <laughs> last time you saw that? Uh, this was a real boring game to watch. I kind of checked out. Did you get a chance to check this out, yeah. Uh, Sean? Yeah, no, I watch. I watched the majority of the game, although I'll be
1: honest, um, when I came back to it and I, I, I looked at the score and assumed the time was for the third quarter, and then I was like, "Oh my God, no! This game's almost over." I, the the couple the last possessions of the game were pretty interesting. Again, this was the last pick that we gave out on the last uh, NBA podcast we gave out. I was on uh, Brooklyn plus three and a half. So between that and then the Clippers plus three and a half in game one, I hit two out of my four picks. I went four and oh, not to brag, but I went four and oh with two of those being a half point cover each. So this was an insane sweat on the spread. And I don't know. I think if you're a Bucks fan or a Bucks backer, you gotta be pretty worried because the Bucks got out to a huge lead, still couldn't hold it. I mean, Nets had a chance there to win the game. They kind of know, Kyrie lost the ball and then, uh, you know, Brown took it to the, took it to the hole for a very contested layup. You got to do whatever you can to just get the ball to Kevin Durant in that situation. So I think the nets bounce back in a huge way in the next, in the next game. And, uh, and certainly the over, I mean, even if you just have a basic understanding of analytics, isn't the over in this next game, just so obvious.
0: Yes, absolutely. I would uh, hit on the over as well. And I, if I'm a Bucks fan, which I'm totally not, but I would feel good about the fact that Giannis was scoring from inside the paint. He wasn't able to get into the paint in the first two games. That was a big reason why they weren't scoring. Now again, Bucks only put up 86 points and that was with 35 points with from Chris Middleton, which he is never going to give that to you again in this series. I mean, I think that's just a career high in the playoffs, so you're not going to get that very often from Middleton. Uh, so they're lucky to take that game, but I really like the Nets coming back. I like a lot of more points. Um, yeah, and you, you, you just got to hope if you're a Nets fan that uh, the you know the fact that Harden's not in it is not going to come back to bite you in the ass and that Durant can step up and Kyrie can not be crazy.
1: Yeah, that's always a lot asking Kyrie not to be crazy, but I, I just don't see how they don't, I mean, the nets really feel like they're going to be able to close the bucks out. It's just a matter of when, and I think the outlier here is the nets only scoring 83 points. I just don't see that happening in another game, even, even ones in Milwaukee. So I I think they bounce back in a big way.
0: Yeah. I think they'll score 83 points in the next three quarters. And then uh, that that'll be the third quarter score. Uh yeah, so all right, we're both on the nets to bounce back after last night's debacle, and uh, hopefully we get point uh, some games that are over a hundred points each. Uh, moving on to the L.A. Clippers at Utah Jazz for game two last night. Uh, Clippers ended up scoring one eleven to one seventeen. Jazz got out to a a big lead uh, in the third quarter, and the Clippers kind of fought their way back. Uh, really. Uh, you know, Paul, the the PG 13 hatred in the playoffs keeps coming because the jazz were seven for seven in the first quarter with Paul George as the primary defender, Mitchell carved him up, got anything he wanted. Uh, you know, Mitchell 59 points in the last 40 minutes played. I hate Utah jazz, but I'm liking them here. Sean, what did you say? Yeah, no, I mean I I picked Clippers to win the series. Uh, I
1: think I got it at plus 130, but you know, part of that was uh, assuming they were going to get one of these in Utah and I think they had their chance game 1 they blew it. Uh game 2, yeah, much of the same. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this Clippers team does at home because they should, they they only won one game at home in the previous playoff series. So, they're going to need a huge bounce back game 3. I think they have that in them. I think what's scary as a, uh, as a Clippers fan or Clippers backer is that we got that Reggie Jackson game. Um, and he had a, he had a great game. He was shooting really well, putting up a ton of points and helping, you know, Paul George, but really Kawhi with the scoring and for him to have that kind of game and them not to win, I think is pretty scary. And also Donovan Mitchell is really, really kind of having is just, you know, one of these younger guys that's emerging and and feels like he's maybe taking the next step. Also, I don't know why am I mispronouncing Donovan Mitchell's name wrong or is Doris Burke? Have you heard the way he, she pronounces Donovan Mitchell? Like she puts a U in there. And I can't tell if that's an accent from her. I'm, I know I'm horrible on pronunciation, but it's Donovan Mitchell, right?
0: I've never heard the, as he spells it i've never heard it any pronounced it anywhere not for for any other person like even the singer donovan only donovan i think that that's a weird pronunciation on her part i've not heard anybody else say it that way now if it was like you know usually she gets it right so exactly her and not like charles barkley that gives me some pause I think it's just
1: an accent thing on her end, but l- listen to how she says Donovan Mitchell. She's she, I swear she's got like a U in there somewhere. Um, Yeah. She knows her stuff. So I, I, I think it's just an accent thing. I can't really tell what's going on there.
0: Yeah. And if I'm backing the Clippers, which I didn't add, end up, I think I picked Clippers in this series. I don't have like a stake in. It. I didn't put any money down on it, but the thing that uh, I, I, Well, maybe the Clippers can play their home games in Dallas. Maybe that would help them because they played (laughs) a lot better in Dallas in the last series. Maybe they could talk to Mark Cuban and make that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Jazz had 23-pointers last night, and the Jazz really rely on their three-point shooting to win games. Uh, 43% of the Jazz's points came from threes this season, highest in the league, they were shooting the highest in the league as a team, 48% from three. Uh, the last three games, 50, they're shooting 51%. So that could come down a little bit, you know, regress more to the mean. And if they, if the just have a cold night from three, they're going to have a really hard time matching the points from the Clippers. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And I, and I think, yeah. I mean, game three
1: is a must win for the Clippers. So I, I think you got to roll with the Clippers probably game three and just hope Utah is smelling themselves a little bit as a young team up to 0 and again, Kawhi still has that switch and, and really has, has moments where he is the best guy, you know, in the, in the NBA playoffs, especially when he goes super hard on defense. I think there's a world where maybe we see Kawhi matched up on uh, Donovan, AKA Donovan Mitchell for long periods of time, just to kind of slow him down, getting his head. And uh, yeah, we'll see. Paul George still needs to, I don't know. I, I don't even know what I would say. Paul George needs to do just be better on a more consistent basis, but I, I I'm not burying the Clippers quite yet, but I'm certainly worried.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't bury the Clippers quite yet, since they did drop the first two games in the last series to the Mavericks, when everybody was predicting they would uh, crush them. So uh, they can still definitely come back, but they're going to need Utah to get cold from three. All right, so we're going to move on to tonight's games, but before we do, I got to mention our buddies over at Win Bet. Win Bet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. You know, we're looking at the lines coming up pretty soon. I'm looking at the lines uh, for tonight's game. Uh, they have Philly at, over at WinBet minus one and a half, and Denver is minus one and a half. They have Denver favorite tonight against my Phoenix team. Not feeling great about that win bet, but I love WinBet overall because with their generous promos, odds, and parlay is happening right now at WinBet. So get started today, and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 risk free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. All right, Sean, we're going to start with your team tonight. We've got the 76ers minus one, minus one and a half, depending on the book. If you're using WinBet, that's minus one and a half. Uh, 76 ers at Atlanta. I'm seeing a total of 224 and a half. Uh, I'll let you get started. Where, how are you feeling about your Sixers tonight? Uh, I got to project some confidence, but I'm slightly, I'm
1: slightly nervous from what we've seen at a Trey young, but the Sixers team still has been pretty solid on the road. I, again, to me, the story of game two is that the bench came alive that, you know, shake Milton, uh, and just some of these other guys contributing off the bench and really helping out with the scoring, I think is huge. And I think they needed a little confidence boost. Um, and I, I think a uh, kind of an underrated story is Embiid is just unguardable. He he's really just putting up 30 plus plus every single game. They don't really
0: seem to have a, a matchup to answer for him. Um, I don't think anybody has a matchup for Embiid right now. Maybe you go bear, but even him, I mean, Capella is a legit good center in this league yeah. Can play defense usually stays in front of other centers and beats just toasting him. No. And, and yeah. And any sort of concern about the
1: knee again, knock, you see, you hear me literally knocking on the wood. It doesn't seem to be an issue right now. I I, I think they, Maybe we're just sleepwalking through game one. Certainly you know Trey Young in front of that Atlanta uh, home crowd. I'm a little bit worried, but I think eventually they get it done and um, you know, I, I still think there's stuff they can be doing on the defensive end. I do like the idea of Simmons going on Trey Young for a little bit just to slow him down. I thought there was uh, times in that Clippers game when they switched to a zone uh, and they they kind of got in the heads of uh, the jazz there briefly. Uh, it ultimately didn't end up working out long term, but it did give him, did help him get on a nice 13 0 run. I wouldn't mind seeing Doc do that a little bit, or even like have a guy like Simmons, you know, pick up Trey Young at half court and just really make him work, go at him on the offensive side, maybe get him in foul trouble. So I think they got a lot of options on the offensive side to help out with scoring, but ultimately, I think Embiid carries them to the victory. It's going to be a good game, but uh, I'll, I'll take. I'll take Sixers. I, I'm going to say Sixers money line. The one and a half
0: somehow scares me. So I'll go Sixers money line. I feel like Simmons, through the whole game, I feel like it should be either Simmons or Matisse Thibault picking up Trey Young yes. from half court. And why not? I mean, neither of those guys have to worry about scoring much on the offensive end. They're not, no. they're not doing much on the offensive end. Let's, let's get it going. Yeah, totally. I, if I, you know, as far as from your point of view as a Sixers fan you gotta feel good about Deandre Hunter going down for the rest of the season for Atlanta. That's a bigger blow than I think a lot of basketball fans realize to that Atlanta team. He has been really good for them all season when he's been healthy, both on the offense and defensive side. Um, and over the last three matchups with the Sixers, uh, Atlanta, the 76 ers have scored 10 more points per game and Atlanta is known for their offense, not really their defense. So feel good about that too. Although Atlanta 13 and no straight up in their last 13 games at home, you know, we've known, we've known Philly has a great home court advantage, but Atlanta, I guess they're getting pumped up about Quevo being in the crowd or something. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I am nervous.
1: Atlanta is a tough place to play, but I think if the Sixers are serious about taking that next step uh, as a team, as a franchise, you got to be able to get a tough road win. And the fact that you lost one, Uh, to start the series on your own home court. You got to get the home court advantage back. And uh, I think game three is the game to do it.
0: Yeah. Um, Billy as a road team, uh, 21 and 17 straight up this season. So a little concerning, um, but I think they can do it again. If they get viable and Simmons to chase around Trey young, they got to chase him off that three point line. He's in games that Atlanta wins, he shoots nearly 40% from three and he only went one for seven in the game two defeat. So that seems to be where they are. They need to make him drive into the paint, get around and beat and not have him from outside. Yeah, no, he just sits back there and, and, you know, he's
1: on the three point line, but he's really even like, you know, four feet from behind the three point line. That's almost his range. And we just need to guard him out there. You, You need to pick him up half court and just make him work in the half court set. I mean, he'll get some open three looks in transition, but I, you know, if you're sitting back in your half court defense, you just need to pick him up from half court. You know, we have enough depth um, uh, defensively and you're right. We can afford to burn Simmons on the offensive side. So yeah, I, I don't, I think we got to be way more aggressive on picking him up uh, as soon as he crosses half court.
0: So you're bullish on the 76ers in the series. How bullish are you on them tonight?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I, I definitely think they get one of these two. I think game three is the one they get and then maybe lose game four. So, uh, I mean, if they lose this one, then maybe I go all in on game four. But I, I think they get it done game three. I'm feeling pretty strong.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm liking the over to you on the on the points. I think a lot of points get put up tonight. Uh, All right. Anything else on this you, game? Should we move are you, are you riding with me on Sixers money line? What are you? Or are you gonna just just play the total? Uh, I'm definitely playing the total. I'm definitely playing the Sixers team total over, which I'll get to in my Friday's parlays. But yeah, you know what i I haven't liked this Atlanta team all season, which has been to my detriment. I've lost a lot of money on them, unfortunately, <laughs> betting against them. But I got I got to keep riding with Embiid here. Yeah, let's go! Come on, the process gets it done. All right, now from. Uh, From Sean's team to my team, we've got the Phoenix Suns at the Denver Nuggets, Nuggets minus one and a half. I'm seeing a total of 223. The Suns are 2-0 in this series. CP3 had a huge game last game, 15 assists, zero turnovers. That's the third time in his career that he's had at least 15 points, 15 assists, and zero turnovers in a game. Uh, the only other people to ever do that magic Johnson and Jason Kidd, and they only did it once each. So weird little stat uh, from CP three there, but he just looks fired up. He looks back to healthy and maybe his shoulder gets dinged up again, but I'm feeling real good about this Phoenix team. Uh, I, I think there's a very good chance they could sweep Denver, but I'm a homer Talk me off of this, Sean. <laughs> well, we gave out uh one of our spicy picks on the sports gambling podcast
1: was that, uh, the, uh, the sons would win four to one at a pretty, a pretty juicy, juicy, a uh, dog price there. But now I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm worried that Denver gets that one win um, because Phoenix looks so good. I, I thought Phoenix would, you know, be smelling themselves game one after that Lakers series. win. And you know, I mean there was a lot of chirping after the game, and I I was worried about them, still kind of being a younger team. Obviously, you got a vet like Chris Paul leading the way. I, I a bet that I was kind of keeping my eye on, and I was mad at myself for not getting down on it, is Chris Paul Finals MVP. Uh, after game one, I think he was like 40 to one. And I'm really pissed I didn't bet it because then after game two, he has that awesome game two, And all of a sudden he's down to 20 to one. I still think it's kind of a fun bet because I think if the Suns do win the title right now, they're what like nine to one to win the title. I think Chris Paul is the guy that gets it. Um, just cause I, I, I mean, Booker has been amazing, but for the Suns to pull this out and win the NBA title, you're going to need a guy like Chris Paul to like carry them at times and have those crafty veteran games. So I think you know if you like the Suns to win at all, which I'm sure you do, uh McKee, keep an eye over at Propsop, maybe for a uh, Chris Paul finals MVP, or maybe over on Winbet, because you're essentially getting double the odds of them just winning the finals. And I, I I just can't imagine a world where they win the finals and Booker gets the MVP because I think the voters will want to reward Chris Paul because he's had a really good career and hasn't been able to get it done. But Getting back to uh, this game in particular, man, I, I, you know, I like the idea of Denver being a home dog and maybe that's, maybe that's the play, but ah,
0: I don't and know. Denver, Denver has to give up a point and a half.
1: Yeah. Oh wait. So sorry. Denver is you're right. Denver's laying a point and a half. I don't know, man. I, I I'm going to roll with the Suns. Give me the Suns and the points. I just can't go against the Suns team right now. They are just too, pardon the uh, pun here, but they're just too hot. I, they look too good. Um, they're, they're just so well-balanced. Their confidence is sky high. I mean, you would think Denver and maybe what happens is Denver gets that a fourth game at home to avoid the sweep and, and the Suns end up closing it out game five at their own, uh, you know, in the Valley hashtag rally for the Valley. But I just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough for me to imagine. I mean, really. I just can't bet against the Suns right now. It just—it's just that simple. So give me the Suns
0: plus one and a half. Yeah, they've been so good on both ends of the court. Their defense has been swarming. If you watched that Lakers series, also, uh, once Davis went out, like the Lakers just could not score at all because that Suns defense has been so good this year. And uh, the last three matchups that Phoenix played Denver, they've held them to an average of one hundred and seven points. Per, per game. And Denver scored an average of 115 points per game. So that's eight points less than they're normally scoring. So you got to feel good about Phoenix uh, defense with Denver. Even uh, even Aiden is doing a decent job of staying in front of Jokic. I mean, yeah. uh, Jokic is scoring uh, 23 and 11 in the last three or last two games. Uh, and Aiden has 18 and a half points uh, average per game. So they're almost like a little closer than you would think.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you talk about confidence. I think Aiton was having a good series, but then when once Anthony Davis went out and he was really able to, you know, get what he wanted, get some points, get some rebounds, have an impact on the game. I mean, a, a young guy like Aiton, you know, everyone compares him to, oh, they should have got Luca. What a disappointment, whatever. I, I think that gets in a young guy's head. And you know that that win against the lakers that series win you can see the confidence he's, he has on the court growing and you've seen it in these first two games i mean like you said being able to hang with jokic um is a huge i mean the fact that jokic isn't just going off off for like 40 plus points and maybe he has one of these games in denver i mean i, I wouldn't be surprised if especially in a closeout game game 4 if they if suns end up winning that he really goes nuts but You know, the fact that he's been able to at least keep his numbers manageable, I think it's a huge win for Aiden. And yeah, I mean, kudos to him and for the, uh, for the type of season he's having.
0: Yeah. And uh, a lot of my coworkers from back at the late, late show will tell you that during uh, like leading up to that draft, I was all in on Luca and I've been so (laughs) angry at the Suns for not taking Luca ever since that until just about until uh, this week, I've been feeling really good about eight. I don't think he's ever going to be Luca, but I think, you know, he's on the path to becoming a, a top three center in this league. I mean, he's the type of center you want yeah in his speed and he's getting more aggressive on the defensive side and his sh- his shot his touch is just so sweet around the basket and he's he's playing well with booker
1: which is ultimately why they went with him uh over lucas was, was a fit thing and you're seeing that the fit is there I, you know if you had a time machine certainly you would de- definitely 100% draft luca over him but uh, you know, I, I don't think he's a disappointment anymore. And I, and I think he's showing that in his game.
0: Okay. So what's your bet tonight on this game?
1: Yeah, I'm just going to do it. Give me uh, give me the Suns and the points or one and a half. I mean, maybe I'll look at the money line, but I'll, I'll so I mean, with these games, I, I'm, I'm going to take the, since the fact that like two of my last four covers have come with the half point, I'm going to keep it plus one and a half and give myself an
0: out just in case. Yeah. I feel like you got to take the, We've got to take the point and a half here, especially. I mean, it's minus one ten with the point and a half versus plus one hundred two. That's not going to uh, make or break you on the no. the money line versus the point. You might as well take the point and a half because yep. it, it is the playoffs and these games can be close. I and mean, everybody knows who I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Suns. Just cross the board. That's all you need. And uh, all right, so those are our games for tonight, and uh, we're going to do our new segment we premiered last week. The Crystal Ball, the Crystal Ballers, Crystal Ball Predictions, Crystal Ballers is presented by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports books. Head over to propswap.com and use the promo code SGP for up to $500 in bonus cash. So now I'm looking into my Crystal Ball and my favorite NBA future available on PropSwap. This is a real fun one. I, I searched around for a while, Sean, to find one that I really liked for today. And this is a parlay you can buy right now. Uh, You can get the Phoenix Suns to win the Western Conference, plus Belgium to win the Euro, which they're the favorite right now, plus the Chicago White Sox to win the AL pennant. They're one of the favorites right now. And my Arizona Cardinals to win the NFC West. right now the did, highest did bid you, on that is 500 500- oh sorry
1: Go ahead. i was just gonna say did you put this in and then list it on prop slot so that you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> i swear i didn't i wouldn't have the the balls to put, or intelligence to put something like this together uh currently the the highest bid on this is 555 dollars and it's to collect a hundred thousand dollars oh my god you now can love- buy it straight up for uh, two thousand dollars
1: well, yeah, I mean, that's what's, uh, I mean, I'm all in on that and, and just throw the bid in at $600. Maybe the guy, maybe the DJ on the other end needs the money and he's ready to ready to sell that a good value. I mean, this is, this is what's fun about playing the prop swap is that the, the bidding, you know, that you can kind of lowball some of these uh, some of these tickets that are available and, and hope they, they take the lower bid. I'm keeping my eye on, you know, since we're all in on the suns. There is a uh, sons to win NBA championship right now. If they, if it hit, you would collect $30 or sorry, $300. The, his buy price is 60. So that's like plus 500. Uh, meanwhile, that you could probably do better at a sports book. However, that's why I think I undercut him. I come in with $40. Thus I'm going to get sons plus seven fifty, better than the sports book price. And I'm pretty optimistic. He's going to take uh you know, I'm looking at some of the bids here. I think, uh, I think 40 bucks feels pretty good. I have a feeling he's going to take it.
0: Yeah. Cause when you're taking some of these longer odd bets, why not try to get them at a discount? Right? Like why spend the money? Yeah, exactly. No. And again, you like some of these
1: futures. Well, and, and the great thing about props up too, is maybe you don't have a, a place that, you know, you listed off that crazy parlay, maybe where you're betting that isn't available that you can parlay all those kind of futures and that's what's great about uh, prop swap it's you can just kind of pop in here see what people are looking to unload and and try and find the uh, that perfect price to buy it at or if you're going the other way like we're going to be out in vegas uh, next week hanging out definitely going to buy a couple futures and uh you know keep an eye on whether i should uh, list them over on the old propswap.com
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, remember for all your favorite futures, make sure you head over to propswap.com and use promo code SGP for up to $500 in bonus cash. Okay, Sean and I are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with the prop brothers. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out, okay? Even the best basketball players miss a few free throws from time to time, even if the game is on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it is perfectly okay. We all make mistakes, I make mistakes constantly. But if it's bothering you, there are options. So go to getroman.com slash SGP now for help with your ED problem. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation for ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A US licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. So get started is simple. Just go to getroman.com SGP and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED, without leaving home. Just complete an online visit today and connect with a doctor who can take care of it. So, one more time, go to getroman.com/sgp now and get $15 off your first month. There is no other straightforward way to take care of your ED better than getroman.com/sgp. So, get started now and save $15 on your first month of treatment. Okay, we are now back with the Prop Bet Brothers, Terrell and Jong, for the Friday Prop Bets. Usually call you guys in on Fridays, and wanted to keep that going even with the sports gambling podcast slash NBA gambling podcast crossover. How are you guys feeling today? I'm ready. I'm ready
2: for these props tonight. Um, I've i I've, I've done all right. Last week wasn't so good, but you know this week I'm. I'm I'm doing okay, so I'm ready
0: to. hit Already it. starting with the excuses, John. Come <laughs> on, no. Got to be more confident. You guys hit every prop. Terrell, what yeah. do you got? You I'm, ready? I'm
3: feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I went two and zero in the props I gave out last week. Uh, you brought Sean on here today. Sean's on a heater, so I'm. A, I think he's trying to take my job. Uh, <laughs> hopefully I can I can keep up with him
0: all right all right so uh terrell you want to go first since you went 2-0 and last week
3: um all right yeah i'll kick i'll kick things off let's see
0: uh we're talking
3: we doing both games today
0: yeah you can pick for me in the game or both games
3: all right i'm gonna um i'm gonna go pretty i'm gonna keep it simple but i'm gonna go joel and beat over 32 and a half points it's a a high number um, when you look at it, 33, just like a really high number to say somebody's going to get. But at the end of the day, they just don't have an answer for Joel Embiid. Clint Capella is good and all, but Joel Embiid can get a shot off away from the rim and get a shot off um, inside the rim. I think that they are really trying to set a statement um, going into Atlanta and coming out would have win in game three. I think this game is way more important to the 76ers than it is the Atlanta Hawks. They really want to make a statement and let them know that this road trip isn't going to be, you know, a walk in a park for them like they did in the Knicks series. So I'm going to go ahead and say Joe Embiid takes the game over, over 32 and a half points. I've got it at minus 116 on my book.
0: Nice. Well, Sean and I were talking earlier when we were previewing this game that Embiid seems to be able to get anything he wants against this Hawks team. Capella has no answers for him.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Terrell great call. I'm also I'm with you and B 32 and a half points. This guy, I mean, regardless of game script, I mean, you saw it in game one, they were getting blown out for most of the game and he still got his game two. even with the bench helping them out in the third uh, quarter there and into the fourth, he still got his. So I, I just don't see why that changes. I think the the Hawks a just can't guard him. And I think they're kind of just letting him get his. And, you know, trying to focus on some of the ancillary scorers uh, to slow them down. So I, I, I'm with you there on Embiid over
0: 32 and a half. All right. All right. Let's keep going. Just uh, kind of round Robin here. John. I'll let you go next. What do you got?
2: Uh, okay. So my first prop here today is kind of stems from game two. I actually had a uh, Ben Simmons over eight and a half assist, which didn't hit. Now, someone that did have eight assists in that game was Danny Green. Where would that come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the thing about Ben Simmons is he he brings the ball up, but unless the first person that receives the ball from him shoots the ball, he's not getting that assist. He just brings the ball up. So what I'm looking at is to kind of look from the Danny Green angle, and I'm looking at under 12.5 points and rebounds, not the assist. So I'm only looking at points and rebounds. So if he gets eight assists again, which I don't think he will, but if he gets four assists, that might, that might put the, you know, his prop of, you know, let's say point, rebound, and assist over. So I'm not looking to put the assist in. I'm looking to go the under 12.5 points and rebounds. He's been averaging four points and 3.3 rebounds per game against the Hawks this regular season. You know, that's only 7.3 and he's hit under in all three, you know, uh, you know, regular season games this season. So I'm, I'm looking, he's had eight and six in the first two games of the series. I'm looking at Danny Green um, without, you know, getting hit on the assist angle. So I'm only going points and rebound under 12.5 Danny Green. It's I like it. Minus 1.5.
0: The rare under from Jong. He usually only gives us overs, but I think two two weeks in a row you've given an an under now. Uh,
2: You know, you got to do what. Look at you,
0: right? Look at you, maturing and growing as a gambler, Sean. What do you think about him uh, fading your boy?
1: No, I love it. I mean, I was really annoyed because I uh, (laughs) I did one of those crazy parlays with the player props, and I was looking at Danny Green assist. I'm like, oh, that's an under. And I think I hit four out of the five, but Danny green, I didn't even get to sweat it out. Cause the Danny green over assist just got uh, destroyed. So yeah, I, I I'm, I love the logic there and I think it's a good angle. I think uh, Danny green over points, is um, isn't something you want to do. And, and you know, he's low rebound count. That makes sense. I'll throw this one out here. Ben Simmons, triple, double at plus 1100. I could see this being a Ben Simmons game. It's kind of had a couple quiet games. These first two ones, I think he needs, uh, I don't know. This just feels like a time he's going to bounce back. He was, he was low on the assist. Like John pointed out in game two, I think maybe he's a little bit more aggressive uh, in game three here. And then my other, my other prop though, um, not like a long shot one, but eight and over 10 and a half rebounds. McKee, we are kind of breaking it down. His confidence, the matchup situation. I think he gets a ton of boards here um, In Denver game three. So I like the eight and over 10 and a half rebounds. And actually, you're getting like plus 100 on the uh, price there.
0: Yeah. And I'll piggyback off of that one. I like the eight and over 15 and a half points at plus 104. I'm seeing uh, he's been averaging over 16 points in the playoffs. And when he has had under 16 points, it's been in three blowout wins for the Suns where he pretty much sat the last quarter he sat the last quarter in the last game he had 15 points going into the fourth quarter so if he had kept playing he would have gotten at least one more bucket and gotten over that so i really do like his points over in this game because i don't think as much as i might want it to be i don't i don't think this will be a blowout here in denver tonight uh terrell do you got another prop for us
3: yeah um I got a couple. Let's go. Let's go to the Denver game since we're talking about it. Nikola Jokic, easy, easy again. Nikola Jokic over 29 and a half points. He's getting like he's going to get a a ceremony for the MVP in Denver. This is the first game of the playoffs back in Denver. MVP, big man winning the MVP. They're going to do a whole big deal. There's no way he doesn't come out here and try to get a win. Um, I don't know exactly if they do get that win, but. I think that he's going to put up a whole bunch of points and try to make it known against uh, DeAndre Ayton that, hey, I'm still MVP for a reason. And, you know, uh, everything leading up to it, I'm just going to take the angle that he's going to try to put on a show for the home crowd and try to get them a win. And 30 points sounds doable enough for me. I got it at minus 110.
0: All right. I could see that. I could see that. I think he is going to try to put a lot more of the scoring burden on himself tonight because his teammates just have not been able to score, which is actually why I'll piggyback off what you said. I think he goes under six and a half assists. You can get that at plus 100. Uh, he's only gone over. He's only hit seven or over assists once in this whole playoffs. He's really been taking on a lot more of the scoring burden. Yeah, that's a- uh,
1: And and it does kind of worry me the, I forgot about the uh, MVP ceremony, but it does feel like he kind of puts the team on his back, especially in this game three. Uh, I I like the angle and the over points. I I still think Aiton gets his rebounds, but I I can see Jokic hitting. I like the
0: over points uh, under assist angle. You guys laid out there. Yeah. And Troy, did you see you had another you wanted to give out? I think he, someone's talking to him. Um, Jong, what do you got? What's your other prop? Uh,
2: my last one is uh, over Mikael Bridges, um, 19.5 points, rebounds, and assist. Uh, I love Mikael Bridges in this series. I know, McKee, you do too. The still Wildcat. Just seven foot one wingspan. Just elite, elite athlete. Um, shooting 42.5% from three land. Um you know, in this series, game one, he, he he made 23 points on 12 field goal attempts, and he piled up 33 points, rebound assist. In game two, not so much, only due to the fact that it was a blowout, and because it was a blowout, he only played 29 minutes. So all the Mikael Bridges and um, Jay Crowder betters in game two were very pissed because they started off strong, and they only played like 29 minutes. You had player like Frank, Frank Kaminsky, Etwan Moore, um, all, all, all the third string
0: people. Yeah. No, Jalen Smith played Jalen Smith actually played quite a few minutes for him too.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, um, I, so given that, you know, he only had 29 m- minutes in that game and he didn't hit the props obviously. Um, but in this game, it's going to be much closer. Uh, and, you know, he's gonna average at least 10 more minutes because I kind of see it as a closer game. Now, having said that Denver's attack is still gonna be to trap and double team Devin Booker. Who does that that leave open? The Crowders and the Mikael Bridges off in the corner. So I do believe he gets that 19.5 over points rebound assist. And I hope he gets that just on points alone. I hope he gets that in the third quarter. And I hope this is a no sweat. Profit Friday.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I don't have anything bad to say about that one.
1: No, I love Mikael Bridges. It's so annoying that he, uh, the Sixers ended up trading him cause he's a local guy, Villanova and oh man. And he's, he's tweeting out SpongeBob, uh, SquarePants <laughs> memes after they, <laughs> they dunk on LeBron. Like, how do you not like this guy? And, uh, he's been a big part of their team. I, they, I, I don't do enough, thinking on the points, rebounds, and assists, but that's a good angle, because he just seems like a guy who's going to have a game, and uh, you're right. With with them trapping Booker, he could get that on points alone. Absolutely. Yeah. I was
0: focused not only on just... Yep, go ahead.
3: Uh, oh, my bad. Nah, not just only points, rebounds, and assists. I like his made threes as well. Uh, over two and a half. Mikael Bridges is one of those guys that kind of uh, gets a little streaky from three and can really put up a bunch of shots. Um... It's like you said, coming off of those traps, coming off of those screens. And also Chris Paul, factor. Chris Paul knows these guys' spots. He knows where these guys like to catch the ball, how they like to catch the ball. So I like him over the uh, two-and-a-half, made threes as well. You're getting plus 158 on it.
0: Yeah, I like that, too, because they were leaving him wide open in the corner last game as they were focused on trying to stop... Uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker and Aiton, so uh, he he's been getting open shots. It's all about him hitting him, and he he can definitely do that. Uh, okay, let's move on to our Fridays parlays. Uh, I'll start with Terrell. Your this is your specialty, the the long shot parlays. What do you got for me?
3: All right, let's. Uh, I don't have the odds on it yet, but I'm gonna take my two props. I'm feeling good about. Uh... Both centers in both games tonight, so we're gonna take the over on points for Joel and B. Let's lock that in. My computer's being weird, and then we're gonna lock in uh, the over on points in Nikola Jokic, and then we're gonna to go to tom- um, tomorrow. The total for the uh, for the Bucks next game came in at two twenty nine. I'm taking the over. I don't think there's no possible way that these two teams go under yeah. four games in a row. No way. So I'm taking the over on that and then uh, give me a minute on the odds. But I think that should be about around six to one, seven to one odds.
0: Nice. All right. I like that. Yeah. We Sean and I mentioned that uh, we like that game to go over in the previous segment too. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: It's, um, it, I, last game is such an anomaly anomaly because nobody scored besides the top guys nobody like nobody scored up besides the top guys i don't think that it ever gets that low ever again and i think that the books are kind of reacting towards that coming down but it's gonna shoot right up i could see a something like the regular season where it's like a 120
0: 119 final score great great uh okay john what's your parlay
2: my mini parlay for this week, I got the Atlanta Hawks team total um, over 111, uh, 111.5. So I'll take the over on the Hawks. Uh, I like Phoenix Suns money line minus 105. And my last leg of this three-team parlay, I'm going to do a cross sports parlay again, UEFA, Italy, and Ooh. Turkey today over two and a half goals at plus 113. This three-leg parlay, fifty bones gets you three forty-six ninety-five.
0: Let's all go. All right, going a little uh, European soccer. All right, all right. We'll see how you're doing. Um, <laughs> like all the- right, I'll get. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I I just love I love to calling uh, money bones
1: when you're gambling. It's great. <laughs> all right, I got. I'll throw out my parlay here. Give me uh, Sixers money line parlayed with Suns money line parlayed with the nets money line parlayed with the uh, nets and bucks over keeping it simple kind of a a little bit chalky there but you know we got a small dog in phoenix there and and really that over is just it's just
0: so do um and then yeah Sixers and Suns get it done as well I like it I like it all right so mine is going to be the Suns team total over 111 uh Nuggets, if they're gonna it's win long. this, they're gonna just yeah, they're gonna focus completely on uh offense. They're not gonna play any defense. So Suns over team total one over one eleven. Philly team total over one twelve and a half. They haven't gone under that in over a month, and that was without embiid the last time they went under. So I like them to fly past uh one twelve and a half, and then I also like the Phoenix uh plus one and a half. Uh, on tonight's game, you put a hundred dollars, put a hundred bones on that, and that'll get you 567.29. Uh, all right, well, we'll say goodbye to Jong and Terrell, and then Sean and I will be back for our final segment. So thanks so much, guys. Later, dudes.
3: Already, let it ride. Let it
0: ride. All right, well, since it is the Sports gambling podcast. We have to do the lock dog tease. We can't just do the props and the Friday's parlays. Got to do that lock dog tease for the weekend's games. Sean, what do you got?
1: Uh, you know what? I Sixers got the game two win against the Hawks when I didn't select them as my lock. So I'm going to keep that trend going. Give me the lock of the Brooklyn Nets. I, I know we didn't get too crazy in that game three, but Oh man. They're just, or sorry, it's going to be uh, game four. They they're going to bounce back this weekend. And uh, you know, like I said, I like them on the money line and the over, but I'm going to meet, I'm going to keep my lock to be the Nets uh, there. And for my dog, keep it simple. Uh, you know, take the Suns money line there. They get it done as well as an outright win. For my teas, I, I I don't know. I There's nothing here that I'm feeling super teasy about. I think I'm just going to go with the spicy pick of Ben Simmons, triple, double 11 to one for game three.
0: I like it. I like it uh i am going to make my lock the suns tonight plus one and a half against the nuggets uh they just rolling on them last game and i know that Jokic is going to have his mvp ceremony tonight but uh, i think the suns go ahead and use that as motivation to get it done Uh, also like for my dog the sun's money line not overthinking it that's plus 102 and for my tease, I'm gonna go with the spiciness of uh, my parlay of the Suns over one, one 11, Philly over team total 112.5, uh, and adding the Suns plus one and a half, and Aitans uh, over 15 and a half for points. Uh, so that that's that feels teasy enough to me, that that four-team, four-part parlay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the tease, tease works great. for. I, I wouldn't recommend teasing NBA games. Something fun maybe to t- toss out for NFL, but the tease just doesn't,
0: I don't know, it doesn't help you enough in the NBA, I feel like. Absolutely. All right, Sean, well, got to get out of here. So uh, go ahead and uh, throw out what you want on a plug and uh, we'll let people get on with their days.
1: Yeah. Sports gambling podcast, baby. Taking over the universe. We got uh, the brand new app. Download that app in the app store, S G P N in the uh, Google play store or app store, enter your picks for uh, who you think is going to win the NBA finals, how many games and how many total points we are going to, you know, the, the winner gets a thousand bucks and that's going to be locking up end of next week. We're also going to be doing a live stream at the circus stadium swim Monday and Tuesday as a pregame. So you'll, you'll get to see me rocking a Joel Embiid Jersey, hanging out at stadium swim as we count down uh, to game four there, Hawk Sixers. And then uh, we'll be also doing a pregame show Tuesday as well. And make sure you subscribe to the NBA gambling podcast. If you haven't already. Basketball.